Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Grumpy Old Gamers podcast. You can't teach an old gamer new tricks. I'm Ryan, and we have some guests today. Uh, starting off do. with, with uh, you know, my good friend Rob here. Hey, folks. Who's Hi, our special you. guest? Okay. Brent, I'm here. I just don't have a, a face right now because my camera's not working. <laughs> and last but not least. How's it going? I'm Damon. Uh known Rob and Ryan for quite a while. Nice to see you guys again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Good to see you, dude. Uh, we just recently added Damon and Brent to our uh, page as other contributors slash moderators slash... Uh, just good, good, good old guys to have working with us. So good old guys, you bet. We uh we just we decided to bring him in today on this uh on this podcast to uh we're gonna discuss the PS5 and Xbox specs that were released this week. But we'll do the rest of the show and then we'll have the discussion kind of towards the end of the podcast. So I'm just gonna keep things moving right along. We're not gonna lollygag. There we go, lollygaggers. We Get won't do any of that. Drop the old guy reference uh, nice and early, eh, right? That's yeah. A... <laughs> um, well, starting off in the news, lots of the gaming services are getting hammered for obvious, obvious reasons. Um, I mean, I've been on my on my <laughs> systems pretty consistently. Um, how about everyone else? Yeah, I ran into some issues earlier this week with Xbox Live for sure. Just couldn't even log in, so uh, it was time to move to the Switch for the rest of the week handheld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Wii U store was okay. I didn't have any problems, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, always keeping the current, Rob. I was trying to think of something that I don't even know if their store is still active. That may have been not even a current reference. No, it's accurate. I, is uh, it? Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I checked it out uh, the other day. Um, or on Friday night there, actually. Just seeing what was going on in that store. Yeah, I have heard that's a little bit dated, though. The uh, the Wii U store is coming to a close soon. They didn't say when, but soon. Well, yeah. they've, got re- they've got to release another two or three Just Dances yet on the system. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be what it is. Um, um, I've been actually pretty uh, reclusive online-wise, so I've just been playing single player games so i really haven't noticed excellent fair enough yeah um next up uh they're gonna do another crash bandicoot remaster remake um or remaster not a remake uh the wrath of cortex i uh that's not a not a um franchise i'm super familiar with yeah i i kind of curious who asked for it it was a bad I, they just weren't. I, I, they just weren't great. Like, I mean, it was all right. It'd be like, um, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. the old uh, old Crash. But I haven't played a Crash Bandicoot game uh, probably since the PlayStation One was the last time I played right. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the first three, they got lots of fans. Like, I mean, the the Crash Kart had a lot of fans, but the Wrath of Cortex was like Xbox and. Uh, Oh, really? PS, okay. I don't think PS2. It might have been PS2, but I don't remember them doing really well or being great, but um, I don't know. Activision likes the money, and that's uh, probably what's doing it. <laughs> it's true, right? Could indeed be. I have actually never played a single one. 
I was off playing Spyro. Oh, good uh, game too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the remaster of that is awesome. I, That's uh, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, I wanted um, to try. When my wife shows interest in a video game and wants it bought, I pick it up immediately. For her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gonna have that spousal support. Yeah, very, yes, you, and she's uh, she's been playing it a lot, actually. Oh, nice. So, um, next up, uh, Nintendo had an Indie Direct this week. Many games are announced. All of them looked pretty amazing. Yeah. And, um, and, and all, all of them will be lost in the eShop in a matter of minutes. <laughs> you won't be able to find them. <laughs> totally, right? It, oh, is, man. it is one of the worst stores out there for trying to find something just browsing yeah. holy mackerel um, I, have, I have not had the displeasure yet but i will soon there's just there's no categories brent it's uh it's like oh. games bam oh god that will drive me nuts. They, they got a broken they have new releases but i mean new releases itself is like 300 long and other than that you can break it down what else can you break it down in guys like demos like if it has a demo you can filter it um yeah. Or if it's on sale. Or if it's on sale, yeah. You or if it's it. on yeah. sale, yeah. Yeah. Um, there were like uh, the big Beyonce drop because they seem to do every time we have a uh, an indie now they do a little Beyonce drop of something you know it's available now. Uh, Exit the Gungeon was uh, yeah. was the one this time, which was fine. It was weird though because the one thing that I thought was really weird was they labeled it as a console exclusive or timed console exclusive, but it was actually <laughs> on the Apple store. Yeah. The Apple arcade. It's been on Apple yeah. arcade for like two months, but I, I guess it's not a console. That's kind of a, that's yeah. It's a service, cool. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the only other one that I really caught my eye was uh, the last campfire. From Hello Games, the guys who oh, made yeah. uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, I'm really, you know what? If they put as much love and care into into this game as they did, you know, eventually with <laughs> No Man's Sky, <laughs> um, maybe it'll be a good game to pick up later on. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a good rule of thumb in general, typically now. <laughs> right. It's yeah. true, right? Oh, I'll yeah. wait for the first patch. Yep. Yeah, I was kind of interested in that one, too. Yeah. Okay. What else we got here? Uh, ooh, Sunset Riders coming to the Switch. Um, it's going to be an arcade port, not... Uh, oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. So there's that... Um, I didn't really realize there's this company called Hamsters, and they've been doing these arcade archives. Um, yeah. And like they brought out the arcade edition of uh, Punch-Out!, on the switch if you've seen it right, you know yeah. where you're the where you're the green um vector guy that you can kind of see through punching yeah, at the, uh, wire, the wireframe that's classic wireframe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bet. i actually, actually just found out about hamsters last night <laughs> like the game or just hamsters in general <laughs> well <laughs> there's a story there now remember it's a P, it's a pg show brand yeah <laughs> I didn't start this one. <laughs> oh, God. So. But yeah, they've done a few. They've done a few uh, really good ports. So that'll be good. It's a great game. Yeah. So the arcade ports are even better. There was a lot of quarters lost to Sunset Riders. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, even there was a Super Nintendo version of that as well. which was didn't compare to, to the arcade yeah. at all. But oh. uh, 
Yeah, that was a uh, that was one of my favorites. It was uh, it was almost like Wild Wild West before Will Smith got a hold of it. it was like, <laughs> All right, yeah, right, yeah. You bet. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, just looking over here, like they're they're the ones that brought Bomb Jack, uh, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Three, Donkey Kong Junior, um, Double Dragon. This is all stuff that's on the Switch e eShop. Okay. Um, Excite Bike. Gradius, Ice Climber. It's weird. Yeah. They're all... So, they've got a good track record. They're all pretty good ports. Very cool. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? Ah, the video was released of the new Overwatch character, Echo. Um, that's a game I keep meaning to go back to and play a little bit more. But I... Uh, <laughs> who has time for that? <laughs> Right. Oh, there's just so many games. Yeah, as a as a old gamer confession here, I've never played Overwatch. I probably should have by now, but I, it's Ooh. just one that I've missed altogether. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I've never played it either. So hey. my my reflexes are a little too slow for the twitchy games, but mm. and I hate getting teabagged. That's <laughs> so all the all the young kids just uh, right off the bat. All with the, I didn't even know what that was until Ryan told me what that was, and it's like, oh, that's what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> right. It's like, what is, what is this uh, strange victory dance? Yeah. yeah. What was he doing there? Why is oh, he just crouching oh. up and down on top of me? Oh, oh must be trying to dodge a headshot from somebody that's else. Right. That's what must be happening. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Well, everyone, GameStop has taken it upon themselves. Uh, earlier in the week, they were trying to label themselves as essential retail, but uh, they finally agreed to <laughs> close their stores down. Yeah. What, a noble, <laughs> what a noble business. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was surprised they still had a lineup of people for uh, for Doom Eternal and Amazon. Or sorry, and Animal Crossing. I was really shocked to see that in the news. I don't remember the last time there was a group of people waiting to pick up a game at EB Games or GameStop. That's, uh, it's, yeah. It seems like it's kind of antiquated these days. That's right. Cool. That's right. Indeed, yeah. It seems like, you know, the uh, the, the Fervid release pitch and all the, uh, you know, the midnight releases and everything have just gone the way of the dinosaur. It's true, right? It's true. You, I mean, you've got Amazon, you've got a hundred <laughs> different ways to order. You can get it digitally, like who wants to cap outside for uh i don't know yeah i i know as as as, as soon or as far back as last year um i remember one of the call of duties when it came out still had a midnight release wow I'd like they opened up the i think the south common best buy there so just one best buy you not all of them but you uh. can still go line up and get that game right at midnight I wonder if we, uh, well, um, no, I'll say it now. I was going to say I'm wondering if people will line up for the next-gen consoles as well and do the campouts. You know what? Maybe. Maybe, especially if with um, everything going on, they're in limited supply, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're going to be, I think I think they'll release before Christmas, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of them. No. Could be no. a lot like the Wii, when the Wii launched, right? Yeah, Just, exactly. Uh, everyone wants it, and they've only got 10. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually had uh, um, pre-orders at three different uh, 
local shops and um, EB Games. Mm -hmm. And just in case, um, so I ended up uh, getting one, and uh, this guy's kid was having a meltdown and literally begged me to sell it to him. Um, So I did for the kid and then just went over to one of the other stores and picked up my Wii. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you made that guy's day. I know. (laughs) I, um, so the Wii came out, like, what was it, in November before, or like October before that Christmas rush? And I missed out, oh, no. and I didn't. I didn't get one till February. But I was literally, I was like, I was going to stores. Like, I had like six or eight stores. I was just circling like every day, trying to see what I could find. I was, I'm like, they had no games. There was like, you know, six or eight games released at the time too at launch, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, Wiimotes and nunchucks were hard to find. So, you know, if I found any of that stuff, I'd pick it up. But I didn't get a console until one one morning. I lucked out and just happened to be at Future Shop when it was uh, <laughs> when they brought some in. It was crazy, but it was the thrill of the hunt. That's for sure. Oh sure, indeed. <laughs> yeah, now it's the thrill of making sure nobody stole your Amazon package off of your yeah platform. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be easier now that no one has a job. Like yeah, hard that's to... a good point. <laughs> You know, on a side note there, I'd heard that Amazon wasn't doing anything but essential orders, and uh, I ordered some stuff yesterday. Yeah, it's mm. uh, anything they have in the warehouse, you can still get. Mm. Like, it has to is be shipped from Amazon, like, no third-party uh, stuff. Yeah. Is that what it is? Okay. Just that that way they, they can vouch for who's packed it and follow the procedures, right? Whereas if they, they ship it through Amazon, then they, don't, they can't say that all the procedures were followed, right? So. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, that, then that makes sense. Once again, I have skimmed an article and I've been caught doing it. <laughs> I was I was corrected on that earlier. So it was, uh... <laughs> to be fair, it's breaking news for me on either account. So thanks, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you bet. So, uh, Rob, what you been playing? Been playing. We're, oh, we're just serious... flying right along here. All uh, right, all right. I'm not messing around today. No, fair enough. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, well, I've been playing a, a few kind of relaxing games because I haven't felt much like I wanted something that didn't remind me of everything going on outside. So uh, my go-to uh, relaxed game is Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed, but not on the Wii U anymore. It used to be on the Wii U, but I picked up the Steam version, which is a lot better. <laughs> it was. You start to see some of the frame rate problems they had after you played on a computer. But uh, so um, that and uh, a little game called The Stanley Parable, which um, uh, it's really hard to describe. But it's uh, it's like the first walking sim, but it's a ro- almost a roguelike one because you do it over and over and over again to see all sorts of endings, and then it changes. <laughs> The story and there's a it, it's, it's really good. It's free on the Epic Store right now, so I'd recommend that and uh, keeping things moving along because we've got a lot of games. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World because uh, my daughter has a lot of free time. I've got a lot of free time. We're gonna try and finally beat it here. So kind of so, bounced it off it a bit because Yoshi's Woolly World was one we played lots, and then we got Crafted World. We were super excited, and it was just a lot more grindy. So but we've got some time now. So all the kids are home. I'm How old are the game is that uh, Stanley Parable, you figure? 
2011, 2012, something like that. Oh, okay. No, it's, I think it's 2013. I think it got a bunch of awards in 2013. So. Okay. But it's um, yeah, it's hard to describe, but it's definitely worth a try, especially with it being free, and just free yourself like a couple hours to play it over and over again, because it there's a whole there's a continuing story. It's a very cool game. Okay. I downloaded yeah. it. I'll see if my computer will run it. Oh, no, it'll I'm run actually going to try it. Yeah. It's uh, I think the minimum requirements were a P4. It said P4. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 1.1 gigahertz or something like it was. You you can run it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and uh, um, how about you guys? Uh, Damon, how about you? What uh, what have you been playing? So I fell down a rabbit hole the other week, and it seems kind of funny because Rocket League is a game that's been out for years, nice. and everyone's been playing rock league i just I was like, I, i've known about it i'm like oh cool it's soccer with cars looks fun uh but i just kind of put it off and put it off and put it off and i can see why it was so popular so that was one that i've been playing a lot and uh that was the one i was really sad didn't work when i went to log into xbox live the other day uh-huh. so yeah so apart from that i was playing uh been playing luigi's mansion 3 um on the switch actually playing it with my fiance uh, I'm regular Luigi, she's Booger Luigi, and uh, it's actually, it is a great co-op game, and uh, it's probably one of the best couch co-op games I've played in a long time. It is nice. definitely something that you can play through with somebody together. And, uh, and when I'm sick of Luigi, I've been playing uh, F1 on uh, Game Pass, uh, so F1 2018, so it's a racing simulator. And if I had to give it, if I had to summarize it, it's the closest thing I've ever seen to a role-playing game mixed together with a racing game. It's uh, it's actually really okay. worth the time. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Tell me it's, more. It's got a, it's got a lot of really cool elements in there because you have to manage uh, your team, you have to manage your car, you have to like you have to set up your car for every race. It's really it's really interesting, and you can like put points into research and development, and it's just it's really different um i do oh. recommend it and i know i know ryan's into i've seen you play a lot of forza right and mm-hmm. it's uh yeah when i like forza scratches a certain itch and this one scratches a different one and it's really good okay. so th- those yeah. are kind of the three that's been taking up my time this last week so so i kind of i like the sounds of that because yeah like i like racing simulators but i don't like it when it's down to like you know here figure out your gear ratio but if it's something like where it's a little more role play, like that's uh, it is that, that sounds awesome. And it even takes into account the things that you do off of the track. So like the interviews that you do, uh, like with the media and whatnot. So and like oh. your team, your F1 oh, cool. team will have expectations of you and whether or not like you can lean uh, almost not like not like Mass Effect where it's like Paragon and Renegade, but like you can be more sportsmanlike or you can be more of a showman and like it. <laughs> Really, it takes a lot of facets into account. Um, I do recommend it, and, and it's free. It's on Game Pass. It's a good one. Yeah. I um. I have uh, questions. So first off, um, <laughs> Luigi Mansion Three. How does that? Because you don't get Luigi right away. I guess it's pretty early on. Do you have to play single player until you get to that point? Okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you do. So, so you gotta you gotta so, burn a few hours before you can get to the couch co-op part. So okay, I uh, I might I might pop that out then because uh, I've been playing it and um I played here and there like and it's not because I'm not liking it like I every time I play I have fun but it's just so much to play right now and uh, <laughs> I get uh, distracted and 
the Rocket League thing, same thing. Like, I've seen yeah. it, and I know billions of people play it. Even my nephew was like, hey, <laughs> why aren't you playing this? It's on Game Pass. Just play it. I'm like, yeah, uh, it's, it's a great game. Soccer yeah. with cars. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it, sub, it gets its hooks into you somehow. I can't really explain how it does it, but uh, it's just uh, it it really has that feeling of uh, one more match, one more yeah. match one more right, match right. and and if i call back to like some of the most fun i've had in multiplayer games would be that was what that was what it was you just wanted to have okay one more and yeah uh, so okay. that uh yeah that's what i've been well, doing i'll have to kind of like sports when you uh sure you know yeah. you, you, you buy the wii and you're like i'm never gonna play this thing and then you know seven hours later after you've been playing tennis you're like what <laughs> wait if i get on a thousand rating i get a different colored racket um brent what have you uh what have you been up to in the old video game world um i have been playing uh state of decay 2 the juggernaut edition which has been absolutely amazing they have upgraded the graphics um you know i'm playing it on on my laptop so the you know, they've put a lot of, like, the ray tracing stuff into it. And, I mean, the sunlight shimmers through the trees. Um, it's just really, like, it's even better looking than it was before. Um, they've refined some of the uh, gameplay mechanics so that fighting is a little easier and a bit more intuitive. And the new map they added, um, you know, kind of looks like the Rocky Mountains. It's not, like, oh. really bland terrain. There's lots of trees. Um and new bases and it's added quite a bit to the game like i mean i've been playing it since i came out i played the original and never really gotten bored of it yet you know i keep going back to it and now they've added all this great content literally for free so is it a is it a uh zombie game or like it it is a zombie game but it also involves managing and your npc group like npcs come into your group and you can decide whether accept them or not it's AI driven. They all have personalities. You know, they fight with each other, um, and you've got to manage this whole group, your base, and your resources, as well as go out and fight zombies. So it's actually a pretty cool game. Okay. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never tried any of any of those, either one. Oh, and, oh, and you can play kind of. Mul- oh, sorry. Um, and you can play kind of multiplayer too. Like you can join a friend's game, or they can join yours and like help out with things and they're looking to go totally multiplayer as well with state of decay three so that should be interesting excellent yeah um i've also been playing the outer worlds which is one of the things that (laughs) it's like um that has uh, captured me the most um you know always been a big fan of fallout you know thought the series kind of slid down we won't mention fallout 76 we just i won't um, but I think Outer Worlds is what Fallout could have evolved into, what it could have been. Yeah. And it's just, it's got like the depth of mass effect to it. Um, the gameplay is really smooth and fluid, you know, controls are very intuitive and I've just been like, even, you know, when you're not up to playing a game, it's still not so intense at times that it can't be a more relaxed game and, and you have a spaceship, so. That's just cool. it actually like do things, go into space and like fly to other planets, so you're not like limited to one map or one area. So um yeah, it's been fun and uh I've enjoyed the hell out of it. And 
other than that, I've also been playing Frostpunk, which mm-hmm. um, I love the game, but also love to hate it because it's just so damn hard. Um, but it's like taking like Tropico or a, any city builder game and putting it in this, you know, post-apocalyptic, I can't even talk right now, apocalyptic Ice Age setting with like a steampunk theme where you have basically this steam engine that's at the center of your city and you have to, you know, build the city around it and basically keep everybody alive in the freezing cold. And there are times when you get rapid weather patterns that, you know, drop to minus 80 or minus 100 degrees and you're just not prepared for them and you've just got to like just keep busting at it and, you know, to get everything done and the city kind of set up before all these um, storms come in. And then after every storm, the temperature lowers 10 degrees permanently. And, uh, yeah, I haven't finished the game yet. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's actually been a hell of a lot of fun and a completely different take on the average, you know, city builder. And the story is deep. Um, there are actually moral decisions that you have to make in the story that... Um, you know, effective little NPC people that you're guiding around. And, it, you know, it really makes you think about, like, the consequences of, you know, not giving people food or making them work longer hours. And um, you start sitting there and, and you start, like, you know, feeling for the people in the game. And it's just uh, this first time I've ever seen a city builder that actually, like, you know, made me think about the choices that I was making rather than just, uh, you know, work work little sins. Um hmm. So, yeah, it's been quite cool. And I, I'd say a very, you know, underrated and not, not talked about enough game. Yeah, right. I've uh, I've read some reviews on it. And uh, I've I downloaded it off Game Pass here. And uh, I've been... That's where I got it. When, yeah, when I get some free time on my computer here, I want to give her a try. It's also on the the console, too. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they released a console version of it. Mm. Well, just, you know prepared to have some calming music to listen to while you're playing the game because <laughs> it, it will definitely infuriate you but you know i'm like i'm never playing this thing again and then like the next day it's like yeah i'll just i'll play for a couple of minutes <laughs> <laughs> right on and uh, i guess last but not least i'll get to what i've been uh what i've been up to um apparently i've been playing fallout 76 oh i knew the day would come oh good for you buddy it's uh <laughs> Rob, Rob. <laughs> I I don't know how that got there in the notes. Um, <laughs> freaking millennials must have been hacking the yeah, hacking I, the nets. Someone, someone hacked our document. <laughs> oh, that was me. <laughs> um, I have not been playing Fallout seventy six yet. The price has not yet. dropped low enough. Yet. Yeah, I, I, I'm I will try it if it either shows up on Game Pass or if it drops to less than forty dollars. For the game. Like, so what if uh, Brent, Damon, and I each chipped in ten dollars and it brought below <laughs> forty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a that's, that's not a stipulation. <laughs> I, I, I think when it, if it comes on Game Pass or drops to like you know like nineteen ninety nine or like when they had that when they had the sale on Anthem because I bought Anthem, I hyped Anthem to people, played it. And then returned the game and didn't get it again until it was on the um, <laughs> on the store and they had it on sale. I think it was like fifteen ninety nine. So I bought it again to play on PC. But 
I think when we do that, when it does go that low, we all got to get it and then play together and just. Oh, sure. I think Absolutely. that would be awesome. <laughs> Which may be a while if it doesn't come down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I've actually been playing, um, I've had a craving. You guys ever, I put a post about this on the, on the page. Or do you ever get a craving to play a game where you're just like, you see it and then it like, like I, I just noticed it on my shelf like two weeks ago and I'm like, man, I need to, I need to play this game. And it's a uh, super Mario galaxy. Ooh. I was like, I was like, man, I remember having so much fun playing this game. I'm just gonna, yeah. So it took two weeks of Friday night there. I plugged it in, put good three hours into it. And, um, it's a great little game. It shows its age a little. And it's not early, but mid waggle controls as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, the dreaded waggle controls. Yeah. So it. But. Put my phone on mute here. Yeah. Well, I thought we're that doing was a my podcast phone. here, Rob. No, it's like, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> we got a reputation here. <laughs> Mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Um, I'm going to see how far I can get into it over the week nice. here. It, it, uh, I've also been presented with a challenge that my main game systems are also on the main TV in the house. <clears throat> and the house is suddenly very populated. Ah. So, the Switch wins. Yeah, so the Switch wins a lot. Except if I wake up early before everyone else and uh, get some time in. Which is how I got to try some Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Ooh, on what a Saturday morning. professional segue right there. That, that was, was great, right? Huh? Love, <laughs> it. <laughs> um, Love it. So, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, awesome. Um, uh, oh, I know, just, you see it, Rob, do you see this derailing? No. Um, <laughs> so, it's great, I love it, but it didn't blow me away like when Ori and... Ooh. The first wow. one, okay. but okay. where I where I was blown away by the first one, I appreciate this one. Like every time something new comes along and like their whole new system of adding um, your uh, like the cards you pick up or the uh, I don't know the the actual names of the stuff in there, but you have the three slots that you can put your actions into and whatnot. Like there, there's some great upgrades in it, but just the like, I didn't know much about Ori, the first one. And then I tried the demo on the Switch. And I was like, what is this game? Holy crap. And then I finally picked it up and played a bunch of it. But just, um, you know, the the platforming in the first one was, well, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And then and then the combat, like that, the, um, the little, I don't, I forget the name of the little, um, ball of light that you get as your main weapon in the first one and just that combat using that in combat was crazy um but i'm definitely going to play a lot more of will of the wisp um it looks amazing it plays amazing um i I, like i don't hate it i'm just saying that i i appreciate it i really appreciate the entire game i just not blown away like i was when i tried the first one and um Lastly, uh, I've been playing a lot of Skyforce Reloaded with the wife. Um, mm. 
we've been uh, couch co-oping that, and we're kind of determined to complete everything. Wow, very nice. Yeah. So we're out of, um, <laughs> what basically happens is you go you go through the levels and you have normal, hard, and then insane. And we've actually completed up up um, one through four up on insane. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> level five, if if you've played Reloaded, level five is a weapon with no is a level with no shooting. It's just all dodging, and um, yeah. And if you don't know what Skyforce is, it's a top-down shooter. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. That sounds very very cool. It is, so, and you know the wife and I get a chance to play it and. So what I'm surprised looking at this list, did nobody try the Resident Evil 3 demo? <laughs> I'm going to hang my head in shame because... No, I'm just I curious. Like I thought so. <laughs> I love Resident I, Evil, but no. I, I downloaded it on Steam, and I've it's been staring at me, but I'm a big chicken. It's uh, I thought it, I thought it would be it would be good for the lols to, to stream it, me playing Resident Evil 3 demo, but uh, no. No. <laughs> I was hoping somebody else might try it here, but I may get yeah, to that. I'm, but, uh, I'm with yeah. Rob. I don't like being anxiety ridden, ridden when I'm playing a game. Like it just, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll definitely download it. Um, well, there you go. I, I think probably my trepidation was just why I kind of ignored it was because I was so hyped for the um, uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake demo, and mm-hmm. then found out it was mm-hmm. only on PS4. And I looked for it everywhere, and then I was like, damn it. Oh. So I was like, I'm staying away from all demos now, but now that I know it's on Steam, I'll probably have a look at it. I've uh, I've downloaded it as well. I just never never got around to it. Cool. I will. Um, Go ahead. Okay, just didn't want to talk over you. Yeah. Um, just to bring one thing up, um, as, as Ryan said, um, well, the, re- the, the three of us... Um, Stay your craving game, because right, I, I thought that was great with that game that you just, you know, that you crave and you you need to play. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe I could we can find out everybody else's game that they crave. Well, that's the that's the funny thing about a craving though is that I, I was just craving this right now. Yeah, I, uh... well, it, but it does happen. It does. <laughs> yeah. Happen. Um, for me, I'd say, um, even though I can't satisfy it yet, uh, Fantasy Star. When it comes to the Xbox, Ooh. oh, oh, yeah. Are they doing a remake of the original then, or? Um, I'm not sure whether they're doing a remake of the original, but they're doing the Fantasy Star Online, like the multiplayer. Oh wow! And it's going to be coming okay. to Xbox, so I was just like, oh yeah, 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 I need that. Yeah, Fantasy Star Online too. It's in beta right now uh, for Microsoft Insiders, and uh, yeah, it was. They had a release a few weeks back, and it was actually everyone saying it's fantastic uh, i didn't get a okay. chance to play it myself but yeah but it's essentially it's a uh i believe it's kind of like an up res version of the uh the uh, dreamcast fantasy star online too. Yeah, yeah it was a dreamcast game right? okay. was it a dreamcast exclusive or did it come mm-hmm. in i think it was yeah okay. wow and i think what? it was for uh for pal versions or maybe it was uh in japan only so north america never got it so i think that's yeah, why I think it was japan kind of only Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which Fantasy Star was on the GameCube? Because they had an online Fantasy Star on the GameCube. Because it was like the only game that used the uh, Ethernet adapter, or you could use the Ethernet adapter for. 
there was well, there's, a there's Ryan just putting us all to shame because I had no idea about that oh. one. <laughs> Good call, man. Okay, got to Google that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the GameCube had an Ethernet adapter. Yeah, it uh, it clips that in I in the bottom there. <laughs> Fantasy Star, there for Fantasy Star Online, episode yeah. one and two. While Rob's uh, while Rob's looking this up, I'll just uh, I'll just address our uh, our poll this week, um, which was oh, okay. you know to talk about the uh, you know with the coronavirus and all the self self isolation happening. Um, how's this going to change your gaming plans? And uh, you know, in third tied for th- while in third place is uh, I'm going to dive back into my ever expanding back catalog a bit and do some catch up. In uh, second place, we had no change. I'm still working or have other obligations now. And the winner, unanimously, <laughs> was uh, I was pretty much already a self-isolator, so no real change. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So now we're uh, we're at the uh, the main event, folks. Everyone right, get your the intelligent Nico. Your, let's go. That's uh, everyone get to your corners and come out swinging. I don't know. <laughs> come out swinging. So let's uh, so Damon, why don't we uh, why don't we start with you because you're you're kind of a you're kind of our Xbox guru. Uh, you're the one I go did, to for Xbox advice. So did the circle headphones give away my Microsoft fanboy? Did they? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow, okay, okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'm wearing an Xbox branded Turtle Beach headphones. Oh, yeah. <sighs> the uh the next generation's looking pretty exciting. I don't know. There was a lot of hands-on uh Series X videos that were released this week. Uh from uh there's a few places on YouTube where you can see them. We actually posted one here yesterday. And uh mm-hmm. it's looking there's a lot to get excited about, I think. Uh yeah, we can see exactly what's on the inside, how it's built. Um, and I, I kind of thought it was interesting. Digital Foundry, they did a, uh, they they very eloquently pointed out that the Series X is actually almost exactly the same size as two GameCubes stacked on top, stacked on top of one another. So oh. that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So if you're trying to find a place to uh, to put it in your entertainment system, that could be a good way that you can measure it. <laughs> there you go. Get a couple of GameCubes from Value Village, stack them up, and then you get the yeah. idea. Exactly. But I'm really digging the way uh, Microsoft are doing like a consumer-centric approach to this next generation. Um, I think Sony they kind of caught uh, uh, a little bit of a bad uh, bad set of luck with regards to uh, the game developers conference and the presentation they had meant. I assume was for GC, <laughs> and that was the one that they just they just released the other day, and it was super dry. And it was uh, just a lot of technical jargon. And I don't think a lot of people that were really, because people are clamoring, people are waiting for it. People want to see the next PlayStation. They want to see what it looks like. They want to get excited about it. And uh, they've had a logo and then they had this this release earlier on this week. So uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think oddly enough, Microsoft is giving people more stuff to be excited about right now. Okay. What do you, um, so the one downside I heard about, or labeled as a downside i don't know what, what do you think about the um the storage expansion that people were on about 
Yeah, the uh, like they have said for for the PS5 that basically any NVMe storage drive will work. And uh, yeah, for for the Series X, you're kind of stuck to these. They're essentially one terabyte SSD memory cards, is what they look like. Um, yeah. I yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't see like a tremendous issue with it. I mean, I, for for us, like how many memory cards for various systems do you have kicking around your house right now? Anyways, I'm pretty sure you've got Dreamcast oh, yeah. VMUs, and I'm pretty sure you've got PS1 memory cards and stuff. So I mean, for us, might not be that big of a deal, but I can see how for people that uh, they want to use the storage, maybe they already have, it could be a definite downside. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I have to, I, I, from everything I've read, that was the only real gripe I heard. People were like, what? They could, they yeah. just had to do one Xboxy thing, didn't they? Yeah, uh, there's there one other piece that oh. I, I think might be a downside. Uh, no optical audio out. I don't know what kind of uh, setup you have at home for your systems right now, but oh. I use optical audio uh, yeah. for a few things. Yeah. So that I think is a little bit of an omission and a little bit of a step in the wrong direction. They should include everything and add as opposed to removing a little bit of functionality. Um, I know a lot of streamers are getting a little bit upset about it because uh, a lot of them use like an external audio interface that uses optical in from their game to capture their game audio and everything. Yeah. And this, this might throw a little bit of a monkey wrench, but it can be mitigate, mitigated a bit because a lot of TVs have optical out. So Mm-hmm. Just right. might be a little bit of juggling, but yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah, because if you go to straight to a capture card, you're going to have, and you go HDMI to it. A lot of setups, the capture card won't do the handshake yeah, to get the okay. audio out. Yeah, so it's uh, having that spdiff was a way to mm. yeah. was a way to kind of bypass that. But and yeah. it seems strange when you've got a you know five to six, let's say five to seven hundred dollar box, that little optical audio out. You wouldn't think it w- would have cost all that much, but uh, they're they're taking a step. They're like Apple. They yeah. gotta remove one thing just to uh, do insert Apple joke. Sorry, I didn't have a punchline <laughs> there. Um, sorry, carry on, Damon. You're doing a great job there. No, no worries, no worries. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, but uh, if you've seen the inside of the Series X, though, I mean, there's not a ton of space left over in there. Like it's pretty packed on the inside of that thing. So uh, maybe they had to remove it. I'm not too sure, but. Uh, yeah, it well, was knows? packed in there. Yeah. And even the uh, available ports, it's not like, like, in the pictures I've seen, there isn't like a like a little secret little door you pop off and there's like a, you know, 25 pin in there or something that's going to be a, an Xbox, you know, exclusive expansion. Like, this thing is looking pretty locked down. Yeah. And I do like the design, I gotta say. Even though a lot of people say it looks like a fridge, but uh, no, I, I think it'll be. I think it's unique, and uh, I think a lot of us were expecting that at some point in time, a lot of the consoles would end up being mini computers, anyways. And that's essentially what we're moving into right now. So absolutely. But th- that, in comparison, just with their uh, their cloud services and Game Pass, um, like I think they're making a lot of steps in the right direction. Oh, I do too. Definitely. One, just one little funny thing I thought I'd bring up. Do you, so when the, the Xbox one was coming out, um, I stumbled across an article this week. Do you remember they, Xbox wanted to, you to not be able to trade or sell your discs. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. 
the DMR <laughs> debacle. Yeah, they're going to be like registered to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was by mistake that uh, that Sony took advantage of that. Like they knew <laughs> that. Yeah, they they were even advertisements. They were like, like here's how PlayStation 4 game sharing works, and then you would just see like a guy hand his game off to somebody else and another playstation logo would come up it was it was pretty funny right um, i think they lead a lot of this generation yeah yeah absolutely and i mean i the companies must be loving that people are going so online because they basically eliminated that with with you like everyone downloading their games or a large percentage of the games right because you know you you it's not like you can sell your license Maybe that'll be something that'll come up in the future, but... Well, Sony was looking to do that, where you could actually trade in a game that you had bought digitally. There, oh. there was rumors of that a while back, that they were supposed to be able to trade in a game and then put the money towards, you know, another digitally bought game. Don't know if that's going to happen, but... Okay. Hmm. I heard something similar to that um, from the Microsoft camp, where they were trying to make a way that you can get digital licenses for your physical games. So that would actually be really cool. Oh, yeah, okay. that was yeah. that was another extra piece. I'm not too sure how far down the road that would be, but it could be interesting. Convenience again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're pulling a, um, you know, a total win here. Uh, you know, specs aside, I think. Well, I was reading an article where they they were saying that you know things are pretty evenly matched. Um, that. Um, the PlayStation 5 seems to, you know, be a bit more like from what they talked about in, in the developer uh, video, um, that it seems to be a little bit more, what's putting people uneasy is it seems to be a little bit more gimmicky. They're like, you know, they're talking about um, like the 3D audio or you can hear raindrops and all these other things it seem a little bit gimmicky and kind of, you know, bleeding edge stuff. And it's reminding me of the PlayStation 3 all over again. Whereas Microsoft is, you know, showing off their hardware, instilling customer confidence and, you know, really being transparent. And, and as you were saying, you know, very customer friendly and consumer friendly. And, um, and Sony just kind of seems to be over there hiding. And um, so I, I think it'll, in the end it's going to be less of a war about the consoles and the specs and, you know, about who's doing the most for their customers this this time around. Oh, I absolutely agree. Um, has uh, Xbox said anything about their backwards compatibility at launch? Or uh, Yeah, yeah they're, uh, they're basically the entire catalog moving backwards of what existing currently and then more. So anything that's backwards compatible from the original Xbox 360, Xbox One generation will be full backwards compatible with the Series X as well. So that's that's like the that's the ones that they've already um cuz there's a list, right? It's not just any right. game. Yeah, okay. Correct. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But they did say all of the Xbox one like right off the bat, right? Like that was uh, That's right too. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that's already that's huge. Um yeah. although I think didn't PlayStation say the same thing now eventually for the 4? It just took them a while to say it. Well, well they're working on it. They're going to release the top 100 titles for launch and then keep releasing them after that. 
Right, because I, I thought I just read something here that they said they should all be compatible except for some clock speed issues, but they're not certifying them until they've actually tested every single one. Right. Yeah, so they're doing a horrible job of saying it, but it does look like they're going to be okay for that, I guess, but they should probably get that out to people. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, they're not getting the message out to people. Yeah, absolutely. And they're not talking about what they're handling with older games, you know, because they were talking about full backwards compatibility, and now it's not. So what are they going to do for consumers to get all the rest of those games in there? I mean, other than, you know, like the PlayStation Now service. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And putting a little PSP UMD drive in there. That's what they need. (laughs) Yes, they do. Heck Yeah. (laughs) It'll be a it'll be a USB uh, attachment, Rob. Be a yeah, little UMD they, drive. They almost made that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, right Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say they they had plans of it for the PSP Go, but uh, the PSP Go didn't really take off. So that would have been uh, it would have been great. But I'm sidetracking the conversation here now. So that's all back right. To, back to the next gen. No one cares about yeah. the PSP. So. Um, <laughs> Something, uh, I care about the PSP, Rob. What's that? <laughs> I, said, I said, I care about the PSP. Nice, it's... nice. Me too, me too. And the Vita. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, so something, uh, a statement that was made that it's kind of interesting about the PlayStation 5 is that they're, um, they're going to be running their CPU and GPU at uh, variable frequencies. Mm-hmm. So that um, it's, a, it's a different way of balancing the power and cooling so that um you're always running at a consistent power level so that's kind of instead of um just being locked into that speed all the time it's kind of interesting yeah that is it worries me a little bit though because it's Mm like like i said all this bleeding edge you know it's like here it's like we're trying all these new things and doing all this experimental stuff and then you know their competitor is just offering a rock solid piece of hardware that will play games and have that reliability. So it's like, you know, it's, it's so tearing between it's like, what do I do? What do I, what do I want? It's like, where do I put my faith? Yeah. And, and we haven't seen it yet. Like I want to look at it. (laughs) Yeah. They definitely should have done that first. Well, okay. The, that weird, uh, model that's been out the one the dev model <laughs> yeah 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 yep. i call uh, it the spock <laughs> yeah yep. is that uh is that not what it's going to look like or is that the dev model well here's a good question what did you think of that design there's four of us here it's a really small sample size but what did you guys think of that design that was awful it right. looked, it yeah. looked like um, when they made the U or it was what was that? Um, oh, the yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. looked like they were just going for something completely so different looking, and that's what I thought when I saw that back in the day. It was like, hey, look at this, it's really yeah. cool. What did you think, Ryan? Um, I thought it looked like an engine. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of looked like a motor. Yeah. Like that's what it kind of reminded me of when I saw it. Um, but it's definitely eye catching. But I don't know, like, are they doing that to stand out or is there an actual design reason to to yeah. kind of make it like that? I would think cooling, maybe if they were actually going for a design uh, reason to do it that way. But at the same time, out of the four of us, we can pretty much say 
reception is lukewarm at best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I, I'm thinking that they maybe went back to the drawing board a little bit on the design of it. Yeah. Quite possibly, because I don't know if you guys saw, but there was um, months ago, um, some guy was on the PlayStation site in Japan, and just for a couple of minutes, um, you know, amongst all the other logos of the Playstations, that one actually popped up and was on the site listed as PlayStation 5, and then it was taken right down. Oh, I like okay. that that design. Um, when I first saw it, I, I I don't know. I got this idea of like Lego blocks, like some kind oh, of yeah. Lego construction yeah. that was put together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can. <laughs> but basically, not like not. I mean, you look at the the Xbox Series X, and you know whether it's up or down or you know tilted at an angle, it looks slick. You know, it mm-hmm. reminds me of like a monolith from like two thousand and one, right. right? Like it's just. Right. It like looks powerful. <laughs> there was a video. They, they put the Series yeah, yeah. X right beside the Xbox One X, and they look like they look like the same, like same materials, the same style of buttons. Even the uh, the link button for your controllers is all the same. So I think I think they were they've thought about this design for at least four years in the past, like with regards to the Series X and the Xbox One X. So it's like a line of products. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps okay. continuity. And in fact, in the video, yeah. I think they said they were working on it since like 2016. Mm. Um, Rob, you were you were spouting some stats to me before we started here about the uh, the PlayStation there, or about the CPUs on these. Um, yeah, just uh, um, just looking kind of at where they'd be at based on what they're saying. So, I mean, looking at the, they're both saying. Uh, Eight Zen 2 cores at about 3.8 or 3.5, which if it's you're comparing it to a like the third generation Ryzen, they would be uh, somewhere on the Ryzen 7 3700s series, which I'm, is a heck of a processor. You know, it's um it's uh, definitely above middle ground there. Like um, they'd both be pretty similar. Like uh, if one turbo is a little bit faster, like one could be a 3800, one could be a 3700. But I mean, it would be basically the same, same specs. Um, GPU, there's no, they're both saying they're um, custom, so there's not really anything to compare it to. But um, mm. yeah, really, like like everyone, like Damon was saying there, and Brent as well, that they're they're very going to be very similar on the performance. I mean, there's a little bit of a hard drive speed advantage on the PlayStation, but. Really, I don't know how that'll tie into gameplay. Like they both got 16 gig of of a GDDR6, so I mean, they're <laughs> going to perform pretty similar anyway. Like, uh, I don't know how much buffering you're going to see from the hard drive anyway, um, or how much of a difference it'll make. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely going to come down to uh, like like you guys are saying, like is the uh, is PlayStation kind of looking at like a PlayStation 3 situation where it's cool, they got this new technology, but it's wicked hard to do anything with when you're making games. And that was always the big slam against PlayStation 3 was that everyone mm-hmm. hated to code for it because it was not like anything else. Yeah, Whereas it's the Microsoft processor, yeah. Yeah, Microsoft's going to they're going to walk in and be like, "Oh, we've already got these games for Windows, we've got these games for Xbox, you can stream it to your Switch soon, I'm sure." Like it just seems like Microsoft has really got this 
they've they're a step ahead right now and it, you're just waiting for a playstation and may have this big moment like where they walk in and come in a hundred bucks cheaper or do something right it's like that <clears throat> meme, it's like that meme where the guy's poking something with a stick like do something white ninja <laughs> yeah exactly you're, you're waiting you're waiting to see what playstation's gonna do because if it just launches like this i mean it does seem like xbox is killing them but uh still a few months to go right i don't know yeah, true I mean, what do you guys think there? So, oh, sorry. That's okay. Did you have something, um, Rob, there? Or? I was just no, no. Say one quick thing. Oh, sorry. I didn't want okay, to cut yep. you off either. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Brent. Okay. Um, God, no, I forgot. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is, that, no, I agree with you on that uh, a lot, Rob. I mean, end result, I don't want to see either system fail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was primarily PlayStation right up until like the end of the the 360 era, and then I got you know heavily into the Xbox, and I've always kind of had both. And really, I don't want to see either system fail, um, but it's just the steps Sony is taking right now. You know, they're really throwing people off, and um, you know, you can have great specs to a system, and I mean, and I think they you know they are absolutely amazing. You know, uh, the SSDs are going to be a massive boost to things, but they're also talking about how the SSDs will eventually bottleneck and really not make a difference yes. anyways at some point. Yeah. Because uh, the PlayStations are supposed to be, what, 5.5, and the Xboxes is only 2.4, and yet, you know, Microsoft is totally confident that that will handle everything because of the way they've designed the system. And yet Sony really hasn't said exactly how they're going to be using that yet. Um and so I've been, like, a little bit trepidatious about it. I mean, hell, if it works out, it works out. I mean, I kind of have a feeling Sony's just going to pop out of the gate and say, oh, yeah, here's, here's the PlayStation 5, and then, you know, people are going to kind of be going blown away by it. Um, you know, there's different camps on either side, and like I said, I don't think this is going to be a battle about the systems anymore because they're so evenly matched unlike previous generations. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, about the uh, about the games themselves and about the customer experience. And I, I got to say, I'm really hoping that Sony does put out an excellent customer experience for people and um, that they make it viable, but they do it soon because, um, you know, specs are great, but mm-hmm. the specs, you know, see nothing about the enjoyment of the game itself like i mean look at the switch for instance you know enjoy the hell out of it i don't have one yet but i played them you know enjoy the hell out of it because they're you know they're working with what they got and they're working the system around it Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's again comes back to it's all about the games and they can have great tech but you know people want to see that tech used for the you know for the games and developers say that they're really hyped about the PlayStation 5, but at the same time, they're just kind of trepidatious about how Sony is handling things because they're worried that that will eventually impact sales for their PlayStation 5 games. Um, right. But they're saying the tech is amazing on both sides and that it could very much well be an even draw when it comes out. Definitely. So um, does anyone else have anything to add? that they wanted to add last minute to either one of these. Okay. Um, so then, uh, Rob, I'm going to ask you an mm-hmm. important question now. 
It's it's the day has come, and you're gonna buy one of these right out of the gate. Which one are you buying? Holy mackerel! Way to drop that on me. That's great. <laughs> I um, felt that would come. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go against everything we just said for the last half an hour here, because since I've got a computer, I can't see why I would buy an Xbox. Ooh. How's that? Um, whereas hot Sony, hot take. Sony has the um, Sony has the exclusives, right? Um, mm-hmm. And both you and I, Ryan, I don't know about you, you two guys there, but we both enjoy the PSVR. Mm. And Microsoft just says, oh, it's not really a thing that we, we're going to bring up. Um, those two things by themselves, um, if I had to pick one or the other, I'd, I'd go PlayStation. Okay. Because I can play, I play most of the Microsoft games on my PC, right? With uh, Game Pass, so. Yeah, anything that comes as an exclusive, like mm-hmm. Halo or like that is going to show up on the PC as well. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Okay. Okay, that's very good. Damon, how about you? Um, that's pretty easy. Like I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit into the the Microsoft ecosystem right now. Um, I have like up to three generations of games that I can play with backwards compatibility, and uh, and a good example. And this this is to tie in with Rob a little bit, but uh, just today they started uh, Windows 10 um, uh, beta for uh, for XCloud. So you'll be able to stream using xCloud to Windows 10 PC. Uh, uh-huh. That's just around the that's just around the corner as well. So uh, okay. Microsoft's already happy they got your subscription fee per yep. month out of that. So they're they're you're a happy Microsoft customer, and one of us, one of us. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I think just based on it's it's funny we've talked about everything to do with this new console generation, but none of it was about games and. Uh, and and that being said, just on the hardware alone, I'm probably going to be putting. And I know they're going to be astronomically expensive, so it will only be one or the other. And that's the same way it's going to be for many people. So I'm going to be Series X. That's where I'm going. Okay. Right and uh, Brent, if you were uh, going to get a uh, console right on the first day there, which one do you think you'd be? Well, given all my bashing, you'll probably laugh at this. Um... There are some exclusives that I can't get on the, the P, you know, the uh, Xbox PC that I do want to play, um, but I can still play 90% of what I want um, with my Game Pass, which you know they did a great deal in like combining the Game Pass with Xbox Live and making it you know half the price, um, so I can still play it on the PC. Honestly, and I've given this a lot of thought, I will probably get a PlayStation 5 out of the out of the gate. And then pick up an Xbox Series X just because they're going to be doing that linear transition over the next couple of years where I can still play games, you know, on my Xbox and I can still play it, you know, on the on the Xbox PC. So, yeah, right out of the gate, I will probably just get a PlayStation. Interesting. Okay. Oh, definitely. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. uh, Did you have something else to add there? I was going to say, we'll get an Xbox eventually, but just because I have that ecosystem already on my computer and my One S, um, mm-hmm. you know, I will probably just, you know, opt for the PlayStation right up. Um, okay. And I did have one question for Damon. Um, yeah. Will the One S be supported? Just like the One okay. X is. 
supported in what way? Just uh, like... for games, because when they talk about um, the the next generation of systems coming, all they ever talk about is the One X, and they don't really talk about the One S. Yeah, they've uh, they've basically said that all uh, Series X games will be playable on the current generation of Xbox One consoles for two years. Um, so essentially, it's they've guaranteed two years of cross-platform releases. Um, so yeah, it's it, we're we're in the era of uh, PC gaming on consoles, where it's essentially just a slider of uh, of your graphical choices, of your performance and whatnot. That's that's where we are now. So we can do yeah. you know 4K 4K 60 on the Series X, or maybe you can do a 1080p at uh, 30 frames a second on the One S, right? So that's where we're at. True, oh. true. I'm almost hoping the rumor yeah. is true that you'll be able to have Steam, um, you know, Epic and other things on the Xbox because of the mm. because of Windows. So literally, you know, your Xbox is now a high end gaming PC for like a third the price, which that oh. would be killer. Interesting, yeah. And on to you, Ryan. But would yeah. they? Uh, are they bringing the Connect? Because if the Connect comes in, that's a game changer. <laughs> I will go straight to the Xbox, but. Uh... <laughs> Well, um, for me, uh, this is a tough choice because I almost like two years ago, I was pretty much exclusively a PC gamer with Nintendo. Nintendo was always my console. And then I got a PS4 and I, I dove right in and loved it. And then, um, and then I got an Xbox and, um, it, collected dust for a long time <laughs> but with game pass and like yeah i've been uh, like my xbox has been getting played way more than my than my ps4 now so um i think right out of the gate i'm gonna go with a series x cool yeah because well and you know when i when i do get one maybe i'll be in Maybe I'll have a new computer by then and be more in Rob's camp where I'm going to be able to play the exclusives on my PC and then I'll go with a PS5. But there's no game pulling me in either direction besides mm-hmm. the promise of the future. Um, but I, I really, I'm really liking what Xbox is doing, you know, with the backwards compatibility to their other consoles. Um, they're taking a real PC approach to this and I'm, I'm really liking that. So if I if I had to buy one day one, I, I'd probably go with a Series X. Split right down the middle. Right yep. down the middle. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So what what do what are all this like uh, with this next gen? Do you think you see Nintendo coming up with some sort of a Switch Pro by the by Christmas this year? Some sort of a surprise? Um, I say that's honestly pretty iffy because. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Nintendo is famous for, oh, we're not doing that, we're not doing that, and then, boom, Switch Lite. Um, <laughs> so it's like, I, I think that they, you know, they just did the revision, they're putting out the games, and I think they want to um, really let it ride for a bit and just get on the games, get the infrastructure better, and, you know, just shear things up a bit closer before moving on to the Switch Pro. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they leave the Switch as it is and turn the dock 
into the pro high-end system so you can take your portable games with you mm-hmm. when the switch is docked that that's the high-powered system that you can play everything on you know yeah it's a bit weird but I, I i've heard rumors of that and i actually saw designs for that from like way way back like in well, the year yeah the the original design one of the original designs i saw for the switch it had it had hardware in the dock mm-hmm and that's why I was so surprised when I got mine that the dock was a converter. <laughs> you know, like it was basically a USB-C plug that uh, gave you video out, essentially, right? So, yeah. Yeah, maybe they were future-proofing with the designs. So maybe that maybe. is something that's still coming. But, I mean, even a Switch Pro, like to get off the topic of the, the other two, but what would a Switch Pro do? Like, what? Like they've got this you know, mm-hmm. was it three-year catalog now of games? Are they going to upconvert like all the Nintendo titles to 4K? Yeah, they have a huge install base. They don't want to alienate all these customers by really. Oh, here's a new one. Um, right. you know, I don't. I don't know how many millions of switches are out there now, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah. sure like they're. And they just released a new SKU this year with the Switch Lite. So I mean, they're. They want to keep all these people happy. I I don't see right. a, a Switch Pro anytime in the future that really changes any of the current catalog in any um, you know measurable way. I think if they were doing a Pro, they might look into something like uh, like docked quality, well handheld, maybe a little yeah. bit of a better screen, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just a battery life. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like they did with the 3DS, right? Because they had the yeah. um the new 3DS. New, right? Because it, <laughs> well, it had a little more yeah. horsepower, right? It was a little yeah. more, yeah. And the the three, they had the better tracking on the 3D and all that kind of stuff. So, like, I see improvements to a Switch, but not a, mm-hmm. not a, like a, a complete upgrade. But, yeah, I'd agree on that one, and it's probably in their best interest to actually, you know, leave the current Switch as it is. And then maybe just sell the the new and improved like Super Dock as the Switch Pro that will already be compatible with your existing Switch. Exactly. Because then it's an optional thing, and you don't need to go out and buy a whole new you know dock with a with a companion system that's made into it. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Sometimes mm-hmm. Nintendo makes some great uh, decisions, yep. and other times you're left scratching your head. <laughs> And, and other times they make the Wii U. <laughs> and other times they make the Wii U. That's right. Zing! Yeah. All right. Uh, fun fact, though, the Wii U is still my favorite console in the mod, but maybe that's a different that's a different oh. topic for another day. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. And then they brought out Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, which is like one of my all-time favorite games, and only made it playable on the little screen on the Wii U. It was just like, why? <laughs> why even... <laughs> Right, right. Well, yeah. I think we've, uh, I think we just have one more order of business. If we're all done talking about the PS5 and Xbox, there, I think we're, we're split down the middle on what each of us will get. Interesting. Maybe we'll do another recap right before they come out and see, see if our minds have been changed. Yeah, yeah. Especially after Sony shows. <laughs> <laughs> Show us what it looks like. Damn it. <laughs> exactly. I do have one more quick thing there, Ryan. That um, I don't oh. know. Um, you might remember from this week that uh, you had uh, selected a game for me to oh, play I, I was as get, the... Oh, I was getting to okay. this. I wasn't, okay, do you want me to just let end. you do your segue then? Or... Oh, no, no, you can you can take over here. All right, because, uh, yeah, it was a great game, by the way. Um, 
<laughs> best, best seven cents I ever spent. Um, so I looked oh, long and hard. Okay, wait, uh, wait, Rob. Try... Sorry. I I was giggling so hard to myself watching you play that game because you're like, gotta look for the good in this game. Gotta look for the... <laughs> oh my god. I know, I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, there's gotta be something in here. Well, it's... Yeah, I mean, a top-down shooter works really well when you're three-quarters the size of the screen and you don't have great controls. It's recipe for disaster. <laughs> so I, I tried to find something for you, Ryan, about the same price. And okay. I think I got a winner here for you. Okay. It is... Uh, let me just do the dramatic reveal here. Just one sec. Oh, unless it freezes on me right now. Come on. Can you fill the dead air here first? Oh. Is that a tape? There we go. How about this? Is that straight for you guys or real drift? Racing. Real drift racing. That okay. is that is your your job for next week. Is uh, you need to play that game. It's a dollar okay. twenty-five right now, so we can chip in the extra twenty-five cents if you need. I couldn't. <laughs> no good sales on right now, but uh, okay. No, that's. Uh... It's. Uh, I really want to see your opinion on this because uh, you might do like I did and be like, "Oh, it's kind of cool." And then about 10 minutes in, you'll be like, that's all there is. This is it. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted, Rob. There you go. Challenge accepted. You go. I, will, uh, I will get that played this week and posted for everyone to see. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think um, I think with that, we'll, uh, we'll bring the show to an end here. And, uh, you know, thanks, uh, Damon and Brent, for joining us. Oh, we'll yeah, definitely have you guys on it. We'll Thank definitely you. have you guys on again to uh, discuss some big issues as they come up. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> and, uh, all right. Yeah, I think other than that, um, Damon, do you have any websites or anything people can check out for you that uh, you want to plug? No, I'm good right now. I'll get back good to right you. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> and Brent, you're, uh, you're still good, too? You're, uh... Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, want to get more content out and other things out there, but just been like super busy. And then, you know, also having to partially uh, work around stuff with the virus. Oh, um, exactly. It's, it's been yeah. uh, brutal. It's like eat, sleep, work. Yeah. My uh, my office where I do more recordings um, has been taken over by my wife during the days. Because um, if I recorded stuff, I'd usually do it in that hour to hour and a half where I get home and then she gets home. But now she's in here working. Her desk is actually right over that way. So um, she's working from home. So, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll set some time aside to do, to do this, uh, to do this challenge. But all right, then, um, if everyone doesn't have anything else to say, uh, you can find more from the Grumpy Old Gamers at thegrumpyoldgamers.com. And on Facebook, just search for the Grumpy Old Gamers. And if you're watching this video, uh, like and subscribe. We like the likes. We like the subscribes. And uh, other than that, uh, have a good evening, everybody. Take care, everyone. Good night. Good night. Indeed. Take care. <laughs>